0: This is the Better Than Before Betrayal Podcast, episode number 40. How much do I need to know? Have you or someone you know experienced betrayal from a husband's pornography use, sexually compulsive behaviors, or other forms of infidelity? Hi, I'm Ruthie. I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and a Life Coach certified through the Life Coach School. In this podcast, I will share my experience of growth and healing, As I have learned tools and concepts to help me take responsibility for my own happiness, find peace, confidence, and become a stronger version of myself. Come with me and let me show you how to have a life that is better than before betrayal. Hi there. Like many times, as I begin to prepare an episode for this podcast, I get the opportunity to practice what I preach. Today's episode is one of these. When discovery or disclosure is new or ongoing, we may have this question, How much do I need to know? This is a very individual question. Each individual will have a different personal answer, and that's okay. I personally wanted more information. A friend of mine who I later learned had gone through very similar things, wanted very little information about her husband's choices. I couldn't understand how she could be okay not having more information. And maybe she had more information than she let on. I don't know, and it doesn't matter. This was a great lesson in learning that we are each different. Something I will And have warned against is this fact. The more information you have, the more trigger material your brain has to offer you. And that is not to say that if you have less details, you will have less triggers. Did I just contradict myself? Maybe? I don't think so. The fact is your brain will fill in the blanks. It will give you plenty of triggers. And this is why it's so very beneficial to learn the skills of mind management. The more details you have gives you, or your brain, more details. Like the sound I mentioned in episode number 33, Triggers, I would have never in a million years connected that sound to my husband's infidelity if I didn't have a particular piece of information. And that is not to say that I would not have had triggers. My brain is always looking for a problem. Your brain is always looking for a problem. That's its job. It wants to keep you safe. So it's always on the lookout for a problem. And it's going to find one, real or fabricated. That's why we want to learn to manage our minds. You get to decide how much you want to know about your husband's choices, what kind of details you want. Consider why you want the details. Our brains may tell us that we will understand better if we have more details. We want to know. Your brain is going crazy trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. It thinks more information is better. There is information that is important for you to have. Information around safety. Are you physically safe? Are your children safe? I needed to know if my daughters were safe, so I needed to understand what types of activities my husband was involved in. Your brain may tell you that you need to know all the details, and this is not true. You get to decide how much information you want. I have heard of husbands wanting to tell all the details, even when the wife doesn't want them. This is where you get to hold a boundary, if this is your situation. This is where a support person comes in. Your husband can discuss with a sponsor or a therapist all the details he feels that he needs to share. That can help him. If your husband wants you to be a support person, tell him no. Tell him you want to be a supporting wife, not his support person. It isn't fair to you to carry his burden And yours. If your husband is giving you more details than you want, lovingly tell him to stop. It is important for your husband to be honest with you, and you don't need all the details. Therapeutic disclosures are very helpful. I recommend them. You and your husband can work with a therapist. To do this, the therapist guides your spouse through writing the disclosure. They can dis- discuss how many details to give you and what to leave out. And the therapist helps you to prepare to receive the information. So as I mentioned that I had, had an opportunity to practice deciding how much I need to know about a particular choice my husband made many years ago. Like I said, sometimes I get the opportunity to practice what I'm preaching on this podcast. Recently, I was reading and finished a book club book. Something in the book brought to my mind a topic of a disclosure from many years ago. My brain suddenly told me that I needed more information. I was thinking about it for a few days, not the focused, it would just pop up a bit. When I woke up on Sunday morning, the first thought my brain offered me was that this was very important, that I got some answers that I hadn't gotten all those years ago. I had the opportunity to get curious about this. My brain revisited the way the disclosure went. Some things my husband said, some things that I said, and some things my husband didn't say. My brain latched on to that. My brain told me that my husband had probably let me believe something that wasn't true about this particular choice he'd made. So, my brain told me that it was really important for me to ask him about this, to get clarification, to, get, uh, to understand better. Why? This had happened so many years ago. Then my brain told me that this is an indicator of how honest my husband was being at the time. Which is ridiculous, because whatever his level of honesty was then, Doesn't indicate his level of honesty now. So let's just say that I have this conversation with my husband. I ask the right questions, quote unquote, to get a more accurate idea of what happened years ago. Let's say I ask and I find out that he wasn't completely honest with me. Let's say that he did let me believe something that wasn't true in order to save me from more pain and to save him from more discomfort. What difference does that make today? Well, it makes a lot of difference. Or that's what my brain told me. And then I got to decide what I wanted to do with all of this. I knew that I didn't want these thoughts to be the focus of my day. I knew that I would need to work through all of these thoughts my brain was offering me. I knew I needed to, de- to decide what my actions would be. So I answered my brain. Why is it important for me to have these questions answered? What difference does it make today? If I learned that he had omitted details way back then, what good would it do me to know those details now. What harm could it bring? I'll tell you this. If I learned that he had omitted details then, my brain would most definitely tell me that that has a direct bearing on his honesty today. Is that true? No. My brain would tell me it is, though. My brain would have more information to freak out about. My brain would create more images to haunt me. What good does that do? So what did I decide to do? First I prayed. Well, I had kind of been praying all along. I always want the Spirit to be with me. I trust the guidance I receive. Then I talked to myself. I decided that I didn't want this to be the focus of my day. I wanted to have a peaceful Delightful Sabbath. I know what days look like when I give too much attention to unuseful thoughts. I withdraw. I ruminate. I do not have a delightful day. I reminded myself that I had forgiven my husband for past choices. Even with all of the details I didn't have, I chose to forgive him. I decided to let this thought go, and it left. I actually didn't think of it again until I began writing this content. And P.S., I did have the opportunity two days later to have a conversation with my husband and his honesty around another current issue, and that was helpful. He still doesn't know about my mind work around this past thing. I never brought it up and that was my choice and I'm glad. Knowing what you need to know around your husband's choices is a very personal decision. Consider why you want the information. Answer your brain when it tells you something is very important. Consider the effect the details will have on your thinking. Make it a matter of prayer. My general rule is, if I have a feeling of fear around my thoughts, it isn't coming from a good, helpful place. If I feel some discomfort and a little bit of peace around it, and a lot of discomfort around it, It's coming from the Spirit. And I suggest bringing the Spirit into any of the discussions you have around this. How much do you need to know? It's up to you. Sometimes that isn't the answer we want to hear. We want someone else to answer it for us. It can be helpful to discuss this with a trusted friend, a therapist, or coach. They can help guide you. Ultimately, the, the decision is yours. Figuring this out, manage your, managing your brain around it all, is a step toward making your life better than before betrayal. I know you can do this. Thanks for listening. Hope to see you soon. Thank you for joining me. I hope that what I have shared today is helpful and hope-filled for you. If you know someone that would find this podcast helpful, please share it. If you have questions about this or any topic...